0: good day sir um we have some amazing news to share so let's start with that
1: yeah we're four thousand dollars richer thanks to amazon
0: Do you want to talk about why or just that amazon gave us a bunch of money
1: well we can talk about it briefly <laughs> we got a ddos attack back in november it was pretty expensive and we wrote an email to amazon just saying you know you know we're a small business if you're able to do anything that would be greatly appreciated and it took a little while but they they said yeah sure you've done everything now to protect yourself so have some money and that's really cool and we like aws as i i wanted to say on twitter but i held back on this but amazon is not a perfect company but every single person and team that we've dealt with at aws have been amazing as individuals right they're great
0: yeah it's uh i I mean yeah you you can't i think when when we talked about this before you can't judge a a business that big by a couple things i mean you can and that's that's fine and they do need to people will (laughs) they do need to to do better on some fronts but yeah on the aws front we're happy
1: Absolutely. So it's been a little while because you've been too busy to record a podcast, (laughs) but we're finally getting recording. Now, today's episode is called We Don't Want Your Business. And it's inspired by some observations that we've been making, I'd say, over the SaaS space, not just the analytics space. What? Now, where does this come from? Yes. This comes from someone starts a business. They want to make a business. And they're thinking about what they're going to charge for something. So they might say, well, there was one guy who we constantly joke about. I wonder if he listens to this podcast. I don't know. But he wants to charge $1 a month and he wants to offer software for that price. Well, that's not really going to work if you want to build something sustainable and long term. But people get into this mindset where they want to get as many customers as they possibly can. So they don't think, what will, what will make this sustainable? How will this, you know, where's the margin? That kind of thing. They go, nope, I want to do it because everyone will buy it if it's $1 a month. But what happens when you've got thousands of people potentially buying your software at a low price? You're
0: screwed. The best case scenario is you're screwed, right? Like the best case scenario is you do achieve that volume, which I don't think companies that do that ever do. Like I don't think companies that start in that race to the bottom ever really make it maybe they do and maybe i'll be proved wrong on twitter um (laughs) (laughs) but i i just think that like if i saw a company that was charging a ridiculously low amount i'd be worried and i'd probably not go with them i would think that they probably haven't thought of everything and therefore i'd rather put my business somewhere else but yeah i mean the best case scenario is they're screwed by their own growth
1: yeah I wrote about this once upon a time. And when you're charging low prices and you have that less margin, you actually have fewer choices when you go through harder times. So if you have margin, you can actually weather the storms. And I mean, we've had a few situations like the DDoS attack where we've actually needed the margin. Mm -hmm. And if we were charging $5 a month, we would not have been able to weather it. It, it, It would have been so much harder and that would have impacted the whole business. And people just don't think about this kind of thing. So really, the, this episode of we don't want your business is really just a thought exercise in pricing your business because you will see competitors charging ridiculously low prices and you might be tempted. Now, we've actually seen a competitor lower their price in response to another competitor <laughs> with low prices. And I'm, I'm sitting back watching and I'm thinking, you guys are morons you really need to be careful with lowering your prices you shouldn't be so overpriced that no one sees the value and or they can't afford it but just because you have a few people that can't afford it doesn't mean that you should go crazy and now some people will see it and they'll go we want to make it a really low price so that everyone can use it and it's really cheap but the problem with that is the same problem you get when you have a free plan you end up having to find another way to subsidize it and you imagine a thousand customers, right? Imagine that five dollars a month, you're going to make five thousand dollars a month. So, can you imagine? A, could you imagine having to support that infrastructure, everything else, and also your time? I mean, charge five hundred bucks an hour. Let's be, let's be, uh, go a bit lower. <laughs> charge two fifty an hour. Work for twenty hours a month. Done. Done. Deal. Why would you even bother with SaaS if you're just going to charge so insanely low that you can't build a livelihood off of it and you can't actually build a sustainable business in reality? We
0: also have the benefit of being the first um, privacy-focused, simple analytics product on the market and that we have time in the game as well where we've seen what happens when you have to deal with billions of records. In your database, or with thousands of customers, and there's a support channel. So we've seen what happens when we charge the rate that we do, which we think is pretty reasonable—the fourteen dollar a month starting plan—and being able to deal with and 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 have it and it being a good thing when growth happens. I think a lot of these companies that are coming into the market are just starting out and they haven't got to a point where they're seeing, oh, geez, this is <laughs> this is not going to work or this is not going to work well. Um, and I think, yeah, we have we have the benefit of having existed for um, a couple of years longer than I mean, just today we found two new um, privacy focused. The one doesn't even spell privacy focused, right? I'm looking at it. I'm <laughs> looking at it on Product Hunt. Like run it through Grammarly or something. But I think that we have the, the benefit of experience where we have had to go through DDoS attacks. We've had to go through just dealing with gobs and gobs uh, of data in the database and and making sure that we have the the finances to pay for the resources to keep things fast. I mean, if we were charging fourteen dollars a month, Jack and I wouldn't have been able to buy the Ferraris last year that we did.
1: <laughs> oh, if we were charging forty we, Oh, if we were charging fourteen dollars. Yes. What do you mean? Uh, we do charge fourteen or well, fourteen
0: plus. Oh I said if, if we hadn't been charging fourteen dollars, oh, we wouldn't have been able to afford the, the um Lamborghinis. Oh, right. Or or no, yeah, I said yeah, Ferraris. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever Chararis, whatever the yeah, whatever the best car is. That's the, that's the <laughs> one that we bought.
1: You often say, when we talk about these low prices, you often say that your phrase is that their success is going to be their downfall. Mm -hmm. And for me, I think of it in a technical level. You may be thinking at operations level, you may be thinking technical level, but I think you're having to hold data for customers for a long time. Each month that data grows. So if you're doing a good job, which you should be, and your customers stay with you, their data size increases and you don't want to have to put the price up so that people don't even think about this stuff and to tie it back to what you said about experience i also want to talk to the listener if someone's doing something and you think they're being stupid and you think that's way too cheap it probably is and you actually probably i don't want to go and say smarter but you probably have some experience that they don't have so when we see someone price something at $5 a month we laugh Because there are a ton of things that they have no idea about. Um, And we're not, I mean, it's it's business, right? We're not going to share everything. Um, And also, it's fun to watch people do things that you've tried and then mess up, especially when they're your competitors. Or not only when they're your competitors. If it's someone who's not a competitor, I'd actually try and help. But um, yeah, so you think about it operationally. Well, yeah, uh, just in terms of dollars and cents. It's $5. You spend, so imagine you spend... You know, thirty minutes. Imagine you spend fifteen minutes on a support ticket with them. Mm-hmm. That I, it honestly blows my mind. So I, I feel. I mean, I probably will write about this as well. But just don't charge stupid prices. It doesn't, and that's a thing. Like with
0: any business, and not even ta- we can abstract it out from SaaS. With any business, a race to the bottom isn't beneficial to the business right it's like when i was doing freelance work when i was charging customers for services that i was providing you could i was doing web design pretty easy to understand there are people that charge $5 for web design there are people that were charging $10,000 for web design the 10 000, the people who charge $10,000 for the same thing that somebody's charging $5 for We're still making money, right? Like it,
1: and it's not the same thing, though, is it? No, it's it's completely different.
0: Template versus, yeah, exactly. I mean, some of our competitors do just use templates for their marketing (laughs) site. (laughs) Oh,
1: too soon, too soon.
0: Um, I think that yeah, and I mean, it comes. We've had this conversation before. It's easy to build shitty software, and so if you're just going to build shitty software and charge a cheap rate, then that might work for a little while, but I can't see that working for the long term.
1: And that's important as well. People that are doing this, if you're charging a really low price or if someone's charging a really low price, there's a reason they're doing that, right? So they could have venture capital where they're trying to gobble up the market and they're trying to perhaps do what Cloudflare's doing, where they're trying to take uh, centralize a ton of stuff and offer everything for free and there's clearly a, a long-term play there so they can get you in an ecosystem and monetize in other ways and only
0: give you seven days of analytics or 30 if you pay them no, a lot. Thir- 30 days that's yeah. on the page plan at seven if you're not
1: I, I shouldn't go off on cloudflare too much i do worry about the centralization though that has been bothering yeah. me. even before we had our little thing with them um I, it has been bothering me i don't think same with amazon right amazon's great but we do need more competitors and having everything centralized that makes me nervous. Yeah, I mean
0: they have an antitrust suit right now with e- ebook Do pr- they really? with ebook pricing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um, one of the things I've also noticed I was getting to this but when someone's pricing their business really low look at the people behind it. And I'm not talking about, you know, DigitalOcean, venture capital backed and various other things. The indie developers that are pricing their software really low haven't actually got any experience in business. Mm and they think that oh i want to get more customers i should do a really low price and it's really damaging and that's not how you grow a business at all because business is not easy right we we've had easy periods and we've had hard periods we spend we spent thousands of dollars on on legal advice <laughs> we're and, still uh, spending uh, thousands amazing. of dollars I still spending, <laughs> <laughs> but exactly so there are things that come up and uh, we haven't been sued, by the no. way, or touch word. No, this but is all just
0: compliance just, stuff That's we want to make sure yeah, investing. we're not just, I don't want to just write stuff based on what we think. We want experts to
1: weigh in. Yeah. So people that haven't run businesses before don't necessarily see this. So yeah. And I mean, it, it, you can look at it as well. Think about a place like McDonald's, right? They've got cheap food, high volume. But it's just crap. It's crap food. It's not really good for you. <laughs> not really. It's not good for you. <laughs> and you compare it to an actual steakhouse where you're going to get quality burgers and quality meat. You know, I do, you do get what you pay for, whether you see it or not. And in the moment, you might think, oh, $5 a month and it's working. But what's going to happen in the future? What's going to happen when they need to hire someone? What's going to happen when they get um, legal challenges or have to invest in this kind of thing? It does make you wonder.
0: One of the things that I find interesting is that I I look at who our customers are, right? And we, we have a lot of customers. And I think this is very telling. And I think it's sometimes I think it's telling internally for Jack and I, but it isn't always easy to showcase externally because... We're a privacy-focused company. We can't just promote every customer that we have. Oh, I wish we could. Oh, I know. But if you you look at it, we have a lot of customers who are business owners, and they're successful business owners, right? And I think that is, unfortunately, right now, is very internally telling for us that these people understand business they understand how business works and how, what it takes to be a successful business and they're trusting fathom um with their website analytics right like i think that is a huge thing and i mean obviously it, it's hard to promote that because we can't promote all of our customers because privacy but i think that that's um a really good thing i mean who we can promote is buffer like they they're Founder Joel had a tweet about using us. They use us for um, for other things as well, and just businesses like that who understand the game, who've been in the game for a while, um, and who know that it, it, you're you don't. There are no winners in the race to the bottom, right?
1: Yeah, and let's take this and also I want to so- sort of contradict myself. Yeah, <laughs> um, we know who we're targeting as yes. well. So if you are going after people who won't have any kind of budget who won't appreciate a good quality sustainable business if you're going after that market you should be charging low prices you know if the business isn't that serious to you and you know you want to you want to make a bit of money you want to get a few people you know your friends on there get a few people on twitter to join it charging five dollars a month would actually be a great way to do that because you lower the you don't lower the entry level and uh, the only thing i worry about would be support you know don't put yourself actually no Indie developers don't always offer support. Yeah. So don't even worry about support. Say there's no support and just charge 5 bucks. Heck, charge $1 a month. No support, uh, don't do any high availability, just chuck it on a cheap DigitalOcean server and um and don't have your lawyer review your stuff, just uh just use a template online or something. at the real I'm I'm trying not to I'm not trying to sound um kind of up my own butt. You're describing uh,
0: three privacy focused analytics products that launched in the last week. Yeah, I,
1: they just I bought be, a script
0: on Code Canyon.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and I don't want to sound—I don't want to sound stuck up because I, I, as I'm hearing myself talk, I'm realizing I could come up, come across as stuck up. That's not what I'm trying to do, but you do need to be thinking about who your audience is, and we want—obviously, we want everyone using Fathom, but we're very clear that if you see fourteen dollars a month and you go, "Oh, that's quite expensive." you're not our customer Mm -hmm. you'll never ever be our customer and that's not a reflection of you that's not that's just because we're not targeting that market um some businesses you know we have customers that spend hundreds of dollars with us it's just yeah it does differ so be intentional about who you're actually targeting so i I will undermine myself and say if you're targeting you know the cheaper end of the market just reduce the stuff and don't offer as qual- good a quality of service and go cheap.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that's a, that's the thing. Like if, if you're trying to target everyone, you're not really targeting anyone. You're targeting nobody, basically, because you're not targeting. I, it's yeah. the opposite of targeting.
1: We narrowed down on our targeting, though. Do you remember in the early days? Mm-hmm. I would, you know, you it was, uh, you know, pricing. I, I would sometimes offer different deals to people. This was really early days when we were... Uh, we probably just got product market fit. I suppose we had, no, we've had product market fit, but we were looking to expand because it was really slow. So I tried the pricing thing. So I, I'm not just saying this mm-hmm. speculating. We have tried lower prices and do you know what we got? A bunch of, like, <laughs> every single person I gave a low price, no, okay, not every single person, but the majority of the people I gave a lower price to, tons of support. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. So And I, instead so we just made order, our product
0: better and added features and then and people (laughs) yeah exactly growth
1: and actually wrote about valuable stuff and tried to teach people things and share our experience people like that so do you ever do you ever think when we record these episodes that we're we're kind of like you know stroking our own egos a little bit like oh yeah we did this because that's the point of podcasting you two twats are just (laughs) patting yourselves on the back and you want an audience for this yeah that's that's what that's what having a podcast (laughs) is (laughs) Uh, but saying that though we do talk about all the stupid things we do as well we definitely don't (laughs) see that's what i like we will talk about the things that went really well and the things that we're happy with but if we make a mistake we're we're sharing it you know we don't hold back
0: for sure and we're still Uh, learning as we go for a lot of things as well you and i both spent a ton of time learning more about seo this week or last week, yeah. Last week, there you I go.
1: Guess. Oh, there we go. Let's let's laugh at ourselves. Let's balance yeah. this. Um, so when I put the video, so Paul recorded a great video for the website. When I put the video on the website, I used an external plugin and it slowed the website down significantly, and it was stupid. So that was a very stupid mistake by me. There you go. That's my, <laughs> that's my stupidity. All
0: right, fully balanced. Everything is is <laughs> is in line now.
1: Uh, so if you take anything from this conversation. Don't feel like you have to drop your prices just because your idiot competitor is. There's a reason they're able to do those low prices. They might be going for a different kind of uh, different part of the market. Just look at look at the the look at the potential reason or lack of thinking behind what they're doing. Evaluate it. Don't just look at the price and compare the prices. Look at what is going on. Look at the full picture, and that will tell you everything you need to know. So do be careful.
0: And also, sometimes it's if you're seeing growth, like we were seeing growth it just wasn't as we weren't growing as quickly as we are now but we were seeing that things kept happening and things kept compounding i mean that's the the beauty of SaaS, and that's why people want to be in the SaaS market is because growth if it's done right compounds every single month you don't have to go out and get all of your customers again the second month i mean i guess you kind of do because if you don't have good support if you don't have features if you're not iterating if you're not making your product better then you kind of do like every month you are, I guess, yeah, I guess I changed my mind on that as I was saying it, <laughs> you, you are basically getting your customers back every single month if they keep, if they continue to pay you. And that I think was something, cause we had these conversations, remember, like we had like, maybe we should charge a different rate or have different plans or all of this. Yeah. And we stopped ourselves because we, we figured, Hey, well, we are growing. And, and we'd screw ourselves if we Yeah, did. and long term, it, it wouldn't, the, the numbers wouldn't work out long term. And I mean, this is why, like, Cloudflare is, is smart to only offer a, a very tiny number of days for analytics for their free analytics product. Because they know that that would be so much to, to deal with. They know that they make their support unnecessarily unne- difficult to use and deal with. Because they don't want to have to support something like that because it's not their, that's not their business. Yeah. Like they've just added that as like a tack on kind of like there's other companies who've kind of done that as well, where analytics are just kind of like an afterthought because they see that there's this market for it now.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. We were talking to John Henshaw about this, you know, he likes Cloudflare. He, he talks about quite a few of the, the good things they do, and I don't think they're all bad. It just, I'm, I'm I've got my eye on Cloudflare. Hmm. Let's just say that. So, yeah. So that's today's episode from me, Paul. Unless you've got anything else to add, I'm ready to wrap up because we're trying to we're trying to make these episodes smaller because then you know you haven't got to listen to us talk for hours and then transcripting is easier and all that jazz. Yeah.
0: So, no, you're welcome. I think I think that's a good place to end it. We we can talk about the insurrection in America another day, <laughs> or not. Oh. <laughs>